Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. I am your host, and I'm excited today to have as my guest, Dr. Dolores Fazzino. She's a remarkable and multifaceted healthcare visionary, nurse practitioner, and medical intuitive with over 40 years' experience in the healthcare industry. With an unwavering commitment to blending conventional medicine with intuitive healing, Dr. Fazzino has embarked on a transformative journey to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. Her unique and captivating approach to healthcare has touched the lives of countless individuals, offering them a holistic path toward wellness and empowering them to discover the interconnectedness of mind, body, and soul. Welcome, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Well, thank you, Brett. I really appreciate that. And thank you for the nice introduction as well. Well, you're certainly welcome. So I, you're probably the first doctor I've had on my podcast, Dr. Fizzino. So to give us a frame of reference a little bit before we get into your speaking journey, tell us a little bit about your whole career path, so to speak. So we got a little framework to work with. Oh, sure. Um, I am a nurse practitioner. So a doctorate is the end educational track for a nurse practitioner, a clinical nurse med midwife, a nurse, a clinical nurse specialist, and a nurse anesthetist. So um, I have um, a lot of knowledge. Um, the doctor is called a DNP, Doctorate of Nursing Practice. And so that's where my expertise lies in um, leadership, but also I worked a lot with the spirituality and healthcare as well as part of, of part of my um, doctoral education. So, um, and the other thing too, is like, you know, you're addressing the whole thing about how people get started in their careers and stuff like that. Um, believe it or not, <laughs> you know, we always have those pivotal moments in our lives. And mm -hmm. as a teenager, um, I was actually on a pathway to become a concert clarinetist and mm -hmm. in the 11th hour in my junior year of uh, high school, I witnessed a miraculous healing of my father's um, chronic health condition, which was a game changer for me. And I decided that at that time, it was my mission in life to go into healthcare to bridge the gap between the physical and the spiritual and the visible with the invisible. So that's where my pathway has been ever since. 
Now, obviously, a lot of people would say that science and spirituality never the twain shall meet. So <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you address those naysayers, just out of curiosity? Well, you know what? <laughs> I think things are more connected than people have any clue. Um, and I feel that um, science has its place. Um, and I know in healthcare, uh, you know, we really focus on evidence-based medicine, but what exactly is that? Because there are so many things that happen and we've all had our own personal experiences, but yet science is unable to put it in their little box to define it as evidence-based. So it's confining, I think, the science, but when you add the spiritual aspect and blend it together, they kind of marry each other because one's more yin and one's yang. And you need mm -hmm. both in order to have, you know, it's like they're good by themselves, but when you connect them together, they're very synergistic. So they're greater than the mm -hmm. whole. You know, I'm sure that's a subject you could talk on for hours, but we're going to talk about speaking today. So let's absolutely. Let's so at what point in time in your career, Dolores, did you decide I need to get out and be a speaker to share my message, whatever that message may be? Well, you know, I'm sure what I'm going to share is very ununique to everybody. You know, believe it or not, I really had a fear of speaking and a fear of, um, oh my God, public speaking. <laughs> but it's just like, it. it I knew that what I needed to share was very important. And I had a lot of wisdom and knowledge and it's, I got comfortable over time. So I would say probably for the last 25 years, I've been out speaking and voicing my, um, my opinions, but also my, you know, my, um, my information mm -hmm. to, to share with the masses, because I feel what I have to share is very important and it's very crucial at this time in what we're experiencing in the world, but also in the world of healthcare. So what kind of groups do you typically speak to, Dolores? Um, I speak to people and groups that are, um, I would say, more versed towards alternative and open-minded type of things. I really don't do too much with um, concrete, evidence-based, abstract or non-abstract um, situations. I, I do a lot of summits. I do a lot of um, podcast, radio interviews, TV interviews and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, it, for me, it's the audience has to have an open mind mm -hmm. and also um, is playing more on the field of um, possibilities. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to put it because we're in a very interesting time in humanity's development with a lot of things. So those are the, pretty much the areas of where I tend to gravitate towards and people uh, tend to gravitate towards what the message that I want to share. So you mentioned that it's very important that the people have an open mind for you. So how do you determine if a speaking engagement is the right engagement for you, that they have that open mind? You know, I, I like to interview the people who I'm going to be speaking for, 
just to find out if it's a good fit because not everything is uh once you know not everything is for everybody okay and i i think being discerning as far as you know having a conversation like before you even get on a live show or something like that to find out what the chemistry is what the what the organization is all about and maybe even looking at some of their pre-recorded events to see if you're a good fit for that mm -hmm. so you mentioned you do virtual summits and podcasts and all that and obviously you've done a lot of live speaking engagements also so what do you do differently if anything between a virtual format and an in-person speaking engagement you know there's, I don't really change much of anything. What you see is what you get because I'm the same presence as, a, as I am in a live event versus, you know, in a recorded or a virtual event um, because that's just who I am. I, I don't, you know, what you see is what you get. You get that on stage and you also get that, you know, in a, uh, a virtual setting. To me, I just pretend that there's, when I'm doing something virtual, that I'm speaking to thousands. Because why would I want to change that? It's just like I'm, you know, visualizing that that's what that is. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't morph into something different. To, you know, I'm not a chameleon. I what you see is what you get. So that's that's just me. Because so I'm into is, the authenticity, mm -hmm. authenticity and the genuineness. So what is the goal in your mind when you go in to do a presentation? Are you trying to change minds? Are you just trying to open minds? Are you trying to, what's the objective of a speaking engagement for you? Connecting with the audience and offering possibilities. And to, you know, possibilities and maybe a different way of looking at something or even doing something. So I like to say, Dolores, in my mind, there's three types of speakers. One is a keynote presenter who's paid a fee, obviously, to go in and speak to a corporation or an association. Second is what I call a platform seller. They're, you know, they're going to speak, but then they're going to offer some type of continued education at the back end. <coughs> Excuse me. And third is what I call just a business builder speaker. And they're just going to, you know, there could be a chiropractor, financial planner, whatever. And they're going to go out and speak, just make people aware of what it is they had to offer, then Hopefully at some point in time, they'll have a need for that type of service and they'll seek that person out because they've established themselves as an expert in that area. So which of, which of those arenas do you feel that you really fall under? And is that, you know, if more than one, what's your favorite? Well, I would say that the latter two probably are more of my playing ground. Um, speaking, you know, speaking and selling from stage is one aspect and, but also informational because, you know, I, I like to share information if it's going to help somebody in one way, shape or form, you just never know how it's going to um, boomerang back to you. It might be through another opportunity. It may be through, you know, somebody listening to you and hearing you months later and just reaching out to you. This stuff happens. And sometimes the, especially on recorded things, you know, people reach out and say, you know what, I really needed to hear this today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And they could be listening to it months later after the original recording. So what types of back-end products or services do you offer to your audiences in? Um, I have coaching programs. I also offer um, personalized retreats. I go to Mount Shasta and also Sedona, and I take people with me, um, and we put together customized retreats for them. 
Um, they could be a, an individual or groups up to like five to eight people. If they want to bring those people with them, we do that. And um, so in any way that, go ahead. <laughs> well, you mentioned that, you know, one of your goals is to connect with the audience or whatever. So how do you measure in your mind how well you connected with an audience that your message has really hit home? Wow. On a live stage, of course, that's way easier to do because you could feel the audience. And what I really like to do a lot of times before I even start speaking, I'll be on stage and I'll have like a moment pause because I'm just feeling everybody. Mm -hmm. It's just the energy and just just feeling what's going on, because sometimes, you know, we have our formats of how, what we want to talk about. But based on what you're feeling from the audience and what they're needing Sometimes you tweak it a little bit to bring some other parts into it that you never did. So that, you know, th there's a there's an art and a craft to that. And it's like reading the, your audience and, and, and providing them information that that would resonate with that feel. Well, you talk about tweaking your presentation. So I, I assume you have a, a core signature talk or whatever. How much do you customize based on the audience and how do you find out what you need to customize? That's interesting. There's, you know, a lot of times your audience, if you are working with somebody, an organization, you could just ask bunches of questions about, you know, what they're, they feel that their audience is about and what they would want to hear. But a lot of times, so you have a, I always, things are more than black and white. Okay. I'm going to just say that there's all these shades of gray in there. And this is where those shades of gray come in. So you have basics of what you want to cover and the points you want to bring home, you know, and share with the audience. Sometimes you may share a different story that you did not think about, but it just feels right in the moment that you need mm -hmm. to share that. So it's like trusting that and just following your intuitive guidance with it as well. Okay, so give me, let's say, three keys to success to be a good speaker. I'm going to say connect with your audience right. and feel. I think a lot of times people don't feel. They think they they know what the audience wants, but it's just feeling the energy. So really tapping into what is happening in the room you could feel that sometimes if you know maybe something just for an example maybe something had happened right before this event and you're you're feeling that in that room that there's something you know that wasn't so good you know if there was like a disaster or something before mm -hmm. you know you could just tie those things in so you're you know so you make it very real for them but also acknowledging what's happening as well okay so one is connect number two number two is have a sense of humor <laughs> because you know when you lose your sense of humor folks it's over but humor is a great way that segues into connection too okay but the thing is having a sense of humor is, is, is key. And I'm not saying, you know, be like the practical joker and stuff like that, but, you know, finding the humor in, in simple situations is, 
delightful. And, you know, say for an example, you trip when you're coming on stage and it's just like, see the humor in that and just share, you know, well, here I am. It's just like, I just showed right up for you, you know, just add that in there, not to embarrass yourself, but to, you know, show that you are a human being. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're, you're being genuine and authentic. So being genuine and authentic is, is the, I would say the second. Okay. And, and, and maybe the humor, the third. All right. All right. Very <laughs> good. All right. So fantastic advice. I have, do have a couple other questions I want to ask you, Dolores, but before we do, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back with the Spotlight on a Speaking Show. My guest this episode is Dr. Dolores Fizzino. So when you talk about your number one key to success is connect with the audience. So I want to dig into that a little bit more. How do you build rapport with your audience quickly? Um, gosh, let me just feel that. Cause it's just like, it's so automatic that, you know, you to break it down. I, I just feel like I, I just, um, Connect heart to heart. I think that's the best way I could describe it. Mm -hmm. When you're in your heart space, okay, and you connect even to a group of people, if you're connecting from your heart space out to all the heart spaces that are in the audience, they could feel that. Okay. And I know you probably have had that experience as well, Brett. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So... That's the simplest thing. And I also find too, when you speak from your heart space and you connect from your heart space, you actually tune in to what actually needs to be said. Hmm. And that's a great way to get information as well. It's like you're, you're feeling everybody. All right. So my favorite question always is, okay, bury your soul a little bit here, Dolores, and maybe tell me a <laughs> mistake that you made during your speaking journey that was perhaps embarrassing at the time, but a valuable lesson was learned and it would be something that you would highly advise new and experienced speakers both not to make. Well, the thing that comes to mind, I was speaking for a, um, a local networking group and I think they misunderstood. There was a lack of communication as far as what we were going to be talking about. I had my agenda pretty much and they had theirs and the, it was not going well because, you know, they thought, you know, they were talking about healthcare and how things are going in healthcare. And I had a different twist on it and I don't think they were ready to hear what I had to say. So, so how, how did you salvage like, the situation? Um, well, <laughs> that was a tough one. How did I salvage the situation? Well, it really didn't, It re I don't know if it really was salvageable, but I think the audience 
thought I was going to be speaking about one thing and it was something completely different. So, um, of course I didn't get asked back or I didn't even get recommendations from that. So, you know, that was on me basically, but also, you know, on them as well. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, it's just like, sometimes that stuff happens and sometimes it's not salvageable, you know, it's just like, it's, yep. it's, it's learning lessons and it was an experience. And so, you know, it, it made me in, in hindsight, it made me more, um, aware of what I need to do and what exactly their agenda is and what my agenda is as far as my topics and stuff like that. All right. So how important are stories in your speaking? Oh my God. So important, Brett. So important because people really relate to stories. They're actually, you know, experiences that people have, have had. And surprisingly, we've all had very interesting stories that have really set the foundation of who we are and have, have been part of our lives. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're so rich with so many gold nuggets, not just for us as individuals who experience them, but when you share them to everybody else, they're like, oh yeah, I get that. Or they could so relate. They could right. connect with you that way as well. All right, so Dolores, I want to give you a couple of minutes to tell people a little bit more about what it is that you do and how they can get involved in your world if they would like to. Oh, thank you, Brett. I appreciate that. Well, um, as I was introduced, I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm a medical intuitive. I'm a healer and a coach. I'm also an author. I speak and I like to help people heal in ways they never thought possible, meaning that looking at the bigger picture, not just the physical, but the underlying issues of what has created the physical problem. Okay, so it could be a disease, a cancer, it could be you're at a crossroads in your life and you don't know what the heck to do, or maybe you lost your job, or you are like ending relationships. Any of those areas, there's still underlying issues, like what are you thinking about, what your beliefs are, how you experience your emotions, and whether or not you're connected, connected to yourself in your physical body or you live in your head all the time. So all those come into play as to getting you into alignment and balance so you could have lasting health and true wellness. So I help people with that. So it's like a journey of self-discovery mm -hmm. to get you more connected with yourself, learn how to be your own best friend and learn how to trust that little voice in yourself. All right, very good. Where do they go to find out more information, doctor? They could come to my website. It's Dr. Dolores Fazino, D-O-L-O-R-E-S, Fazino, F as in Frank, A-double-Z as in zebra, I-N-O.com. All right. Very good. Well, I want to sincerely thank Dr. Dolores Frazino for being my guest on this episode of the Spotlight on Speaking show. As always, I thank everybody out there for listening. If you haven't been to the Spotlight on Speaking website, by all means, hop on over there and register with your favorite service to be notified of upcoming episodes. And as always, I wish you the greatest success in all that you do. And may this year be your greatest year yet. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in and remember to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. 
so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business. Oh,